Chris. I'm Andy. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things Binge and Nerd. Welcome. Mm-mm. Mm. Mm, love it. Hot episode, fresh out of the bakery <laughs> oven. Get you some. Mm. Can you smell it? Oh, the podcast rises in the oven and then you just take it out, take a little slice and enjoy it. And unlike a souffle, yelling helps. It does. Because ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's audio. Uh, we've got a just a packed, fun, short, quick, effortless episode for you here. Uh, this is the final installment of our unending, depressing Black Mirror coverage, season four, that is. This will be the uh, final sixth episode, uh, Black Museum, that we will discuss. We'll do a quick, you know, things we've been streaming and stuff, but we're really in a hurry mm-hmm. because we're on our way to see a, a premiere showing of Black Panther, not related yeah. to Black Museum or Black Mirror. <laughs> or just black things in general. Right. <laughs> Easy black oven. Yeah. No. <laughs> what? That's not the no. thing. Sorry. No. <laughs> Bad Andy. Bad Andy. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk about Black Museum and then rush off to see Black Panther and then come home and just do a whole, you know, <laughs> Sorry. another little black recording. What's so funny, Steve? Easy bake ovens have changed for the weirder. <laughs> <laughs> Easy black oven. That's awful. I don't like the imagery. Um, <laughs> any hoozle. Uh, yeah. So, and then we're going to record a little, uh, yeah, Black Panther episode. I, yeah. I do want to mention, uh, we got an email from a listener named Melanie, uh, who's a new listener. And she mm-hmm. just wanted to say that she loved our Stranger Things coverage. She's looking forward to checking out our other episodes. She said multiple times that we're very intelligent. Which I don't she, see. Hey, did, I, don't did, I mean, I don't know where that came from. I, I'm, I'm, I think she got the right email. And we appreciate that, Melanie. It's uh, yeah, welcome to the you. fold. If you could, hey, rate and review our podcast on iTunes so that other people can think we're intelligent. That'd be wonderful. A lot of intelligent people leave reviews and That's true. ratings. I would, I would say this. Here, <laughs> I'll be so bold uh, and mighty forces will come to my aid. If you are intelligent, you must leave a review on iTunes for our podcast. So glad you finished that. Yeah. Wait, wait. I gonna, if you are intelligent, you must leave because <laughs> you won't enjoy this. Shit. Uh, yeah. So that's what we got. Uh, anything else business wise we got to attend to? Oh, thank you so much to Carmelita, by the way, for subscribing to our podcast. She's paying some some bones per month for yeah. us to do this thing. Uh, which others can do if they go to idgaf.com and follow the PayPal links. Uh, really ugly looking at the top of the page because yeah, I'm not yeah. a very good web designer. It looks like clickbait, but we swear it's not. That's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. And you can you can help support us because we've been very busy with uh, having to you know grind our day-to-day jobs in addition to doing this, which is why our Black Mirror coverage has taken so long. So the more people that could financially support what we're doing, the more time and effort we can put into this. But, mm-hmm. you know, we don't require that by any means. But it is nice. Thank you so much, Carmelita. Yeah. Helps us keep the lights on. Yeah. There's, the lights are fucking on as shit right They're now. They're bright as hell. So, I can't oh, even see. Probably turn them off. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no. God. Carmelita's paying for that. Let's get weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> a different kind of black episode. Um, anyway. I don't know. Like, <laughs> lights are off. This is black. Uh, okay. That's what I was going with. The absence of light. Yes. That's... <laughs> That is the black to which I was referring. Uh, so, Black Museum, overall thoughts. Let's stop. Wait, no, 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 no. Nay, nay, nay. Do you, any things we want to be streaming? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I just rewatched Sicario last night. Okay. Um, 
Denis Villeneuve who uh, wrote and directed that. There's Correct. sequel. There's sequel. Um, actually, he didn't write it, but he did direct it. Uh-huh. There's a sequel coming out in like two months, uh, which is absurd to me. I was rewatching it. Like, is this a movie that warranted a no? It's I didn't in, think so at all. Um, so I'm really interested to see what happens with it. They uh, they got the same writer back, which is cool. But it's it not Denis like Villeneuve, is it? Yeah, no, it's a different director who. He's also good, but I forget who it is. We're just terribly prepared for this. He's like a primarily TV director. He's done a couple films, but nothing huge, um, from what I recall. Um, But uh, Johan Johansson, the composer, passed away Mm. last week. And uh, just I remember loving the hell out of the music in that. And it didn't disappoint upon a rewatch. It's a fantastic movie. Score is incredible. Performances are great. Um, That's what I've been streaming. What about you, Steve? Uh, I'm... I'm going to be a little different. I didn't necessarily stream this, but I had the opportunity to be a judge for Northern Kentucky University's Cards Against Humanity Film Challenge okay. Festival this past week. Uh, what that is, is they get the students uh, divided into groups. I think there were six teams this year. And what they do is they take a white card out of a Cards Against Humanity deck and a black card out of the deck. And they got a week to make a movie out of that. So you get, because it's Cards Against Humanity, you have really absurd, offensive things in there. And the challenge becomes, how do you write a movie based off something that could be really, really awful, really, really stupid, offensive, mm-hmm. and make it digestible for a film. And it's a very cool process. It's always a lot of fun to see what people are able to make. And we had a lot of fun judging it. Um, a couple of the films that came out this year, one of the the themes was like the card was... Uh, what is the best way or what what method always works to get laid? Surprise sex. Yeah. And so they had to make a movie oh, about no. that. And which I mean, obviously, that's like, oh, how are you going to uh, do that? That's so awkward. And they handled it. Wonderful. They made a really short, hilarious film. Um, and I can't highly recommend it enough. Um, so, yeah, that's I, you can actually watch these. If you go onto the Norse Film Society YouTube channel, you can actually watch the submissions from this year and see that they're good. So I highly, if you get a chance, I mean, they're, they're student films or low budget. Um, no budget. But, yeah. Yeah. I, literally no budget. <laughs> they use a uh, tuition maybe. Ooh. Um, but yeah, <laughs> if you have free time, go check out Norse film society, uh, YouTube channel. Some of my films from when I was college are on there still. Oh, so check not on stevemayfilms.com. Well, some of them are in groups. So I, I don't own them, but <laughs> okay. some of my films are on that ch- channel. I can't remember. Which I'll ones, check it out if they don't. I support you, Steve. Thanks, man. I always got your back. Thanks, buddy. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> what are you mouthing to Andy? <laughs> uh, I've been streaming Altered Carbon almost exclusively. I've been mm. obsessed. I'm on the I think episode nine. I don't want to talk a whole lot about it because I think that show actually warrants the entire streaming things treatment. Well, well, mm. not the full dick, but at like least a full episode. Some foreplay. Yeah, like one episode about the entire season. Uh, very pleased with that show. But Andy, I think you lied a little bit. Hmm. Didn't you tell me you streamed the Netflix original horror film, The Ritual, and highly recommend it? I did also stream The Ritual. I realized that after I'd already passed nah. off to Steve. I'm like, fuck, how did I bring it back? How was that? Because I almost I watched it, it at the day. film Dude, it's from really five years good. ago. It is really good. And like uh, surprisingly good for a Netflix original horror film. I My expectations were low. Um, Better but, than The Babysitter? I did not watch the babysitter. Isn't that like horror comedy kind of? Yeah, but nowhere near as good as like Cabin in the Woods. Like, but yeah, it's definitely not taking itself too seriously. Um, It is. uh, The ritual is actually excellent. I'm excited to watch it. It uh, me too. Deals with it. It takes the uh, Jaws uh, course in uh, horror, wherein the less you see the monster, the scarier it is. Um, Awesome, and, and it does so to great effect. 
Uh, these are characters that you actually care about. They're not like, uh, you know, the the slut and the uh, jock and the nerd and whatever like you get in Cabin in the Woods. It's, these are like very real characters that are going through an absurd situation. And there's some excellent uh, um, Blair Witch kind of uh, inspiration that goes into it. You can tell that they got a lot from The Witch. Uh, it, it is absolutely worth checking out. It is a good film. All right. I'll probably have watched that by the time we get to our Altered Carbon coverage. Mr. Barrow from Downton Abbey's in that. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're there then. <laughs> wow. I'm in. How'd you wait What's this Mr. long? What's Mr. Barrow been up to? <laughs> He's in The Ritual? Yeah. Oh, nice. And uh, Rick Spall, the uh, You Got Red on You kid from uh, oh, Shaun really? of the Dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, 1920. We got to the, uh, we gotta get to the cinema here, so let's just move it right along. Quiet on set. This podcast has been formatted to fit your ear holes. Black Museum, uh, written by Charlie Brooker, of course. Of course. And directed by Colm McCarthy. Uh, I'm just on Wikipedia here. I normally copy it from Netflix, but they kind of describe the episode as uh, it's an episode presented as a series of three stories told by Rollo Haynes, played by Douglas Hodge, proprietor of the remote Black Museum, to his solitary visitor, Nish, played by Letitia Wright, all involving various exhibits related to cutting edge technological connections and transfers with the human brain that Rollo had developed in his career. Uh, kind of a wordy Anyway, so it's got a lot like White Christmas, a uh, past mm. episode of Black Mirror, where it's a, kind of an anthology episode. It takes place of uh, three seemingly unrelated stories that kind of sum up, I don't want to say sum up the season, but there's a lot of little seasonal Easter eggs there. Mm. Uh, what did you guys think overall of Black Museum? Very highly regarded episode of the season for most, for the most part. Uh, Steve, mm. let's throw it to you. Uh, I, th- I thought it was a really good episode. I was actually shocked with how much uh, once the credits started at the end of the episode that I just felt like, ugh, mm. oh man, <laughs> that was fucking dark. That was just like an hour and a half of, oh, this is dark. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I enjoyed it, but I also felt icky watching icky. it. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of relentless in the Black Mirror vein. Yeah. Did you notice in those credits wherein you were cringing that <laughs> one of the stories was based off a story by none other than Pendulette? Mm-hmm. The uh, really, I didn't the notice magician. That. The best story was Pendulette's story. Yeah. Which one was Penn's? Uh, uh, the, the doctor, Doctor Dawson. I oh, believe his the name. The first was. one. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a story, a short story called Pain Addict from Pendulette. Yep. Hmm. I thought he that would was write that. I thought that was really interesting. <laughs> I didn't know that dude I did, wrote. I didn't know he wrote short stories. Pretty cool. He must be pretty good. What about your overall thoughts of the uh, episode, Andy? I dug it. I liked it. Um, I, I did think that the uh, Doctor was the best of the three. Um, I I feel like uh, it wasn't as well tied together as um, the other times that they've tried these anthology episodes. Um, Whenever they uh, Black Mirror does these episodes, I kind of feel like it's a, hey, this is a cool idea that I had, but I couldn't figure out a way to make it a full episode, and so I'm just going to kind of lump these together and mm-hmm. m- you know make some overarching thing. Um, overall, though, I mean, it, it, I actually really enjoyed it. The the Doctor one was fantastic. The bear or not bear it was a monkey. The monkey one mm-hmm. uh, was uh, not quite as good. Could have been a bear, and then Could've made yeah. metalhead a lot better. That would have been cool. Um, I feel like the the monkey one you could have made a full episode out of. I think there was a lot of dramatical 
mining they could have used in that episode mm-hmm. that they like didn't there that no, was the that segment one, that reminded that, me the most of a full black mirror episode yeah mm-hmm. but also one that i wouldn't have liked that much well charlie Brooker's a genius he could turn any one of these into a full one but true. kudos to him for recognizing these ideas for what they are and which mm-hmm. is littler ones that serve a better a bigger story better right um i mean my overall thoughts i, I thought it was very well done i i really enjoyed the um what was that show back in the late nineties with the, the long haired skeleton? Uh, like, Tales oh, from the Crypt. Yeah. From it, was, crypt yeah. it was basically a Tales from the Crypt episode. Uh, what was that guy's name? They were always told in threes. Mm, I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the, <laughs> one episode up, of Tales from the Crypt fucked me up when I was a kid. And like, I never <laughs> forgot it. It's like these kids accidentally kill their teacher or something. And they're like, Oh my God, Oh my God. And there's so much blood. Mm. And, yeah, I was like nine or something, and yeah, it's scarred Never me. forgot it. Never forgot People it. People don't forget. Yeah. No, I mean, the Dr. Peter Dawson episode had me physically cringing, uh, like when he's uh, becomes addicted to the pain, so we can walk through the stories, I guess. You are entering spoiler territory. You're bullshit. You know, so Nish, the character, she runs out of gas, uh, ostensibly has to, ch- or whatever, has to charge up her car. Mm walks into this black museum that happens to be nearby and uh, finds Rollo Haynes, which is kind of a P.T. Barnum-esque character in this empty old attract, uh, roadside attraction and he, the, the criminal, criminological museum. Um, and so the first story is basically this hairnet that gives you the ability to feel what anyone else is feeling, like physically, mm-hmm. it's like an implant put in his head. Um, so he uses it because he's a doctor. And the other people wear feel the hairnet. Symptoms. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like the, the subject that he's trying to feel what they're feeling, they wear the hairnet. He's got like a neck cerebral implant thing yeah. uh, behind his ear, um, which would be more like the Wernicke's area of the brain, which controls language. doesn't matter. I get it. <laughs> um, so it, it, at first it's awesome. He can simultaneously feel female orgasms and he's using it and have good fun. And, <laughs> but he's accidentally locked in when someone has a full real death, as they would call it, an altered, altered carbon. But it also helps <laughs> him diagnose people better because he can like, oh, yep, that does feel like a. Yeah, because like people can't describe their pain adequately. Right. They're stupid. And uh, he's <laughs> like, fuck you. Just wear this. He's and, like, cancer. <laughs> but I thought that that was it was a very sad story because he's like, um, you know, an altruistic person who's willing to feel that pain in order to mm-hmm. be better at his job. Mm-hmm. And so it made his downfall via that device sad, sadder even. Uh, but eventually he becomes addicted to the pain because of what he experiences feeling someone's actual death. Um, so it's kind of like a massive shot of heroin that he can never reproduce. So he starts basically getting boners to people's misery and then tries to inflict pain on himself when she's like suspended over it. But he, there's an element that's missing. It's the fear, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that during that scene, they did some really good uh, special effects and, and practical effects with him tearing off his fingernails and things like that. Like I was very uncomfortable watching that, uh, which I've seen a thousand times, you know? So they just did some extra good stuff there but that was my favorite of the three stories effective body horror for sure anything <laughs> yeah. with fingernails gets me that, yeah. that's one of those things like he, he cut off a couple toes even and... nail clippers freak me out because it like bends the nail a little bit so i like, i'm an idiot but i cut my nails with a ni- pocket knife that's how mm-hmm. i trim my nails just which just, is weirder just, than whoa. fingernails by far uh, i feel like i have more control no you, know you don't yeah <laughs> He's got some nice sharp clippers and they I'm glad he didn't do anything with his eyes. That's my thing. People fuck with their eyes on TV. I'm always like, get it away. But by the end, he was like this mutilated freak that wanted to murder to feel it. And then he had that like 
satisfied smirk on his face in his coma and, and the boner. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. I added that part. <laughs> and he had I, a I, massive boner too. Yeah, I, I love that character. The the carny guy. He was. Rolling. I mean, obviously, he's an awful, awful, sure, sure, awful character. Douglas but he's Hodge enjoyable. played that very well. Yeah, he's yeah, an enjoyable he to really watch. Fun. He was because originally you're kind of like this guy's a dick, but he's kind of fun. But yeah. then, like by the end of it, you're like, oh fuck, that he's guy's like, evil. More and more smarmy as it goes on. Yeah. Um, and he's always like encouraging people to try the tech. And you know, sign and visually, here. he's like sweating more, and you know, it's like as you learn more about him and hate him more, like visually, he's represented as being more reprehensible because for mm. some reason in film, sweat is equated with being a bad Grass. person. Oh, for sure. Because you don't sweat when you're comfortable. That's yeah. why. Innocent people don't sweat. <laughs> everybody knows that. Damn, boy, everybody knows that. Uh, I don't know how much I can say that hasn't already been said by smarter people um, other than I think it was well done, a good exercise in genre. There's a lot of societal implications to this episode that I'm not really prepared to tackle. Uh, but I will mention that a lot of people feel that way. Uh, a lot of people thought that it kind of missed the mark on that, but there's an, uh, an article in uh, wired.com um, that says it's the most important black mirror episode of the season, perhaps of all time and talks about how, uh, you know, uh, the black Americans in the American justice system is really what the, the episode is about is the claim and, uh, the toll that that takes on individual black families. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and generational that, repercussions too, but, like the daughter and sure, how that's consumed her life. And, and, and society's complicity in that. So not because it's in this museum. So not only is the man who imprisoned him at fault, but the people who come to gawk, uh, you know what I mean? Like mm. the visitors, the, you know, the whole full societal spectrum of, of complicity in that juggernaut issue in our society. So, I mean, like, I just don't feel qualified to comment a lot as I'm just a fucking white dude, you know, so <laughs> that mostly escaped me because I'm a fucking white dude who's very selfish. Uh, obviously, some of it was overt, but at the same time, I didn't make a lot of the connections. I mean, it's called Black Museum. So I was perked up for that possibility. Um, but yeah. Why Black Mirror's most controversial new episode is its most important is the article from Wired uh, written by Jason Parham. So if you want to check that out, do that. Um, yeah. But anywho, my uh, my only like real complaints about the episode is even though the <laughs> doctor, the doctor uh, segment is probably the, the best one, mm-hmm. um, I feel like it's also the least important in the overall context of the story. It merely is just there to kind of yeah. introduce like, hey, this guy does weird shit with brains. And mental thought and stuff like that. Um, yeah, there's a no tie-in for him at the end. Yeah, and it goes on. It's like See, a, it takes up a significant chunk of the of the episode, and then it kind of gets into the more reasonable, well, not reasonable, but uh, more tied in together stories. Um, and then in the middle section, the teddy bear, where it's this uh, young couple, and they have a, a child. The mother gets hit by a car, which. That car wreck looks oh, fucking man. insane. I'm like, oh, she seems fine after that <laughs> that hit. But uh, she's in a coma, and they have this technology where they can put her consciousness into his consciousness so that mm. she can feel and see everything that he does, but like they have to you know, essentially kill her physical body. Um, and then it, it, it kind of devolves into like there's always that voice in his head, and he can't have any privacy, and they start fighting a lot. Um that part, I feel like that was such a very interesting concept to me, and I really like the mm-hmm. idea of privacy and boundaries and couples that that part uh, tackled. But then it like really kind of lost me towards the end of it when the guy's like, "Oh, you want me to put her in a teddy bear?" 
Yeah, no, who would fucking do that? He's like, I don't want to, because he he's, he's says, like, I don't want to take her out of my head because that's effectively killing her. Right. And then his new girlfriend is like, no, nah, we're putting her in the, in Put the teddy bear. in the teddy bear. And he's like, okay. Yeah. I and I just I felt mean, like, no, that's fucking awful. That's so horrifying. So do this, you're Talk not about this. gonna let me do butt stuff, like, ever? <laughs> like, <laughs> What type of strange is she putting up to go along with that? I'm just That's some good shit, dog. And then and then she's like grabbing the teddy bear by the throat and putting it against the, yeah, the wall and threatening. And I'm just like, this is an this is awful. That was extremely inhumane. Yeah. Uh, obviously, but for the doctor, but for the ex husband, I mean, that's yeah, just an awful idea that I never bought, and I never bought the whole premise of that one at all. I didn't like it. They seem to steal a lot from Get Out's uh, sunken place. Um, oh yeah, to, to me and but like with a chair, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I didn't like that. A lot of people dug that set design of the whole blurry vision. Yeah. I just didn't like any of that. But I like as the soon visual as the doctor of, like, said, the projector in front of her, your cool. wife could be in your head. I was like, Mm-mm. yeah. <laughs> Mm-mm. That's a terrible idea. And actually, I thought they were going to go for a swerve because they had that other device that's hooked up to uh, patients that are in comas that could, you know, it blinks a green light for an affirmative, a red light for a negative right. response. And like, he's like, uh, he asks her, him, uh, oh, we're going to put her in her head. Is that okay? And then her green She's light goes off. She's already done her thinking. Yeah. And he's like, well, she made her choice. I thought they were going to go where it's like, oh, no, she didn't. That was just... He tricked them into right. doing that, he but that never button. came around. He actually uses that again when the next girlfriend says something first while he's thinking. He goes, she's already done her thinking. And then he <laughs> yep. goes in the teddy bear. Um, I don't know, man. I uh, the, the last two stories are tied in much better because mm-hmm. that technology is used at the end when we find out that Nish is actually uh, Clayton's daughter, the guy who's locked in the cell. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a hologram consciousness thing. Um, yeah, they upload his consciousness into a hologram where uh, tourists can pay money to fry him on the electric chair, which is awful. And then they get a little keychain that's like, oh, look. It's yeah, the, that was, I was not buying that. The moment of his pain forever. Like, I know people <laughs> fucking suck, but yeah. who would wear that keychain? Like, <sighs> casual tourist style. Plus, like, it come annoying. on. It's screet. You can literally <laughs> hear it screaming the whole time. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman style. Sorry, man. It's, it's, I can't get it to turn off. I just, <laughs> did like you actually do it? Like, got yeah. you from hell. Um, I gotta feed it, or <laughs> it pooped. <laughs> That's really wrong. So apparently, Nish had actually ter- turned off the air conditioner, mm-hmm. uh, and apparently, I didn't rewatch this, but I listened to smarter people discuss this, and the the camera tilts and pans across the air conditioner as she's entering. And it's very subtle, but if you like rewatch, it's like very impressive camera work. Apparently, as far mm. as the director was concerned, uh, Cole cool. McCarthy. So anyway, um, but a lot. I don't think anyone's noticed this. I think I am the one. But okay, so there's the teddy bear you see at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, the technology of uh, Nish's mother being in her head, watching her enact revenge this entire time. So there's that tie-in. Uh, but there's nothing from the doctor's story, right? Wrong, I think. <laughs> I think when the doctor is depressed, drinking Jack Daniels right before he decides to inflict pain upon himself and he's like withdrawing, he's watching the news and you'll see the murder of a young white reporter mm-hmm. on oh, the, the news, weather, the weather girl kill, which yeah. is the one that Clayton's accused of killing. Yes. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nobody mentions that. Is that just so obvious that it's not? Well, well, it, it was tied in, in in both of them, or in in the two preceding ones, well, yeah, in that one and in the uh, monkey bear one. The murder. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where that's like the bare minimum they had to do to tie that oh, to okay. that story, where it's like, yeah, he's watching TV of a killer, but whereas the other two seem to have very much a, a more concrete connection. 
with the mother being in the daughter's head. And what did you think about uh, Nisha at the end grabbing the monkey or bear or whatever and taking it with her? And it's like, monkey loves you. Yeah. It's like that. That's really still not a happy ending for her. Like, I mean, it's happier. Yeah, I guess she's not in a glass box. <laughs> she's not you know? imprisoned in a glass box for all eternity. I kind of wanted to rewatch it and pause and just look at all the other glass cases because I feel like there's that's ripe with Easter eggs that mm. I just didn't get to see the Absolutely. first time through. But Absolutely. Um, I don't know. That's all I really have to say about it. <laughs> That's about all I have to say about that. I do have some Easter eggs that we can point out that honestly, I did not catch most of these. Um, I'm caught the more obvious ones, but, um, there are other much older black mirror episode, um, Easter eggs throughout this episode. If I can find them, damn it. I had it highlighted at some point while you're looking, um, uh, Sam, my wife, she, she doesn't like watching Black Mirror because I think the, the you know, all, most Black Mirrors end on a downer and mm-hmm. it does with like real world possible scenarios and it really just bums her out and disturbs her. So every time we've watched an episode, I've like told her the plot of each episode just to kind of see what her response is because <laughs> it ranges from her like shaking her head like, that's why I can't watch that show. That's why I can't watch it. That's weird. No. But I remember I... I told her about metalhead the last episode i'm like it's really simple it's about this she's like well that sounds kind of interesting and then i told her about this one and her eyes just kept getting bigger and being like, and then they torture him they put his little scream in a keychain because people are awful she's like what the fuck is this show it's really bad oh that's one thing that i forgot to mention in things i've been streaming have you guys heard about philip k dick's electric dreams the novel um no not do androids <laughs> dream of electric sheep no, um, I've heard of the show. I mean, it's briefly uh, heard Amazon of it. Yeah, it's it's about basically it. the Amazon equivalent of Black Mirror, like, oh, really? which I think is going to be a thing, hmm. the Amazon equivalent of um, X, Y, or Z. But yeah, it's straight up like, here's a horror anthology about dystopian futures where technology has affected us in this way, and these are the consequences. Have you seen uh, Blue is the New Red on Amazon? Uh-uh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Get it? Orange is the New Black. Oh. <laughs> Go on, man. Go on, man. <laughs> Damn, I Damn, he's one. like, ah, uh, is it good? <laughs> and normal things. It's a buddy cop show. Uh, <laughs> um, actually makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, so apparently there was the cloning device from USS Callister sitting there somewhere. Oh, yeah, it, you could see the sucker. Oh. An ADI from Hated in the Nation. Uh, Sinister Curios, the bathtub from Crocodile, is sitting there. Hmm. And uh, the tablet from Archangel, I also missed. Hmm. Did you guys catch any of those? I didn't catch any of them. Yeah. I, I caught the uh, USS Callister one. Probably thought it was an iPad. So anyway, just real quick. Again, this is a super short episode. <laughs> was it was it fractured with blood on it? Yeah. <laughs> it still had hair stuck to it. Um, the trucker and the daughter were fucking in the back. No, just kidding. Damn. You can power it on and find out where the daughter is. And then you're like, oh, where, where's she at? Oh, she's dead. <laughs> just dirt. Um do you guys want to pick your favorite episode of season four or any closing overall thoughts on Black Mirror season four? And let's never, ever fucking talk about Black Mirror ever again. <laughs> uh, I Well, closing thoughts in general, I really enjoyed it. I love high concept uh, sci-fi like this. Uh, you don't find it very often. Probably for good reason, because you would just be tra- depressed all the time and not trust your cell phone ever. But, uh, you know, I, lo- I love it when movies make me think about abstract concepts like this. And that being said, my favorite episodes of the season were probably the most simplistic. What is your most favorite episode? 
I, you know, it's I, only six. We can't do our top. Threes. I haven't been able to marinate on which one is my favorite, but I, Ew. but I can say my, <laughs> I can say it's a toss between three and that's, um, crocodile metalhead and USS Callister. Okay. It's a toss up between those three. So and half to, the season way to go. Steve. Yeah. I, well, <laughs> see, I, I, I really clung to those and really, really enjoyed them. Not that I didn't enjoy the other ones. I mean, I didn't really care for Archangel, uh, oh, hang the DJ was really good too. Yeah, <laughs> that was really good. Shit. Yeah, the only one I can definitely say for sure is not my favorite is Archangel. <laughs> Black Black Museum is probably not my favorite just because I I mean it was really good, but I feel icky and it's just kind of like uh, the other ones I just enjoyed more. Mm. Um, but it'd be hard. What about to how marinate. the season ranks up with past seasons? Well, I haven't seen all the seasons. Uh, oh seasons. shit! I forgot that about so, you and your terrible decisions. It's in life. number one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best full season that I've seen. <laughs> what about you, Andy? Um, Closing thoughts on season four first. Uh, closing, any. closing thoughts. Uh, it was good. It was, um, I just, um, I doubt I'm the first one to think of it, but I just thought of it. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, entire season was all female leads. Has anyone, did anyone else notice that? No. Damn SJWs ruined Star Wars and now Black Mirror. I don't know why that just occurred <laughs> to me, but yeah, it's pretty cool. JK. Um, I don't know if that was intentional or if that was just how it worked out. Um, <laughs> segue into probably the weakest season of Black Mirror so far. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Nothing to do with the fact that it's all female leads. That was just an unfortunate Mary sequence Sue's of thoughts. <laughs> um, my favorite oh my is God. probably Hang the DJ. Okay. Um, I thought that that was uh, pretty brilliant. It, it fucked with me in good ways. It was uh, uh, a clever use of technology. Um and it was just good acting and characters that I cared about. Um, close, close second, though, would be Crocodile. Just because of yeah. how tight the script was and how, I don't know, how, how many layers there were to everything that's happening with this character. And the things that are happening around her and what she's done. And the acting necessary to uh, reflect that in a way that uh, is most impacting, impactful. And they nailed it on that one. So, ooh, yeah. But I'm going to say Hang the DJ is probably my favorite. Chris, what are your overall thoughts? I also think it's the weakest season of Black Mirror ever. Uh, but I enjoyed it. I love this concept of the show and what it does to my brain. I think Hang the DJ did the most for me emotionally uh, by far. But for some reason, it didn't say this at all going through. And even at the time, it wasn't my favorite of the first couple. But I think USS Callister is the strongest episode of the mm. season. Um. Yeah, I think it's the most unique, uh, probably the, the the biggest idea that Brooker has had that was fully fleshed out. Um, some, some multiple interesting characters, things like that. I love Jimmy Simpson, and it was such a pleasure <laughs> to see all that shit go down on the Black Mirror screen. Oh, my fuck. And so <laughs> say, oh, oh my, my fuck. fuck. Oh, my fuck. Uh, speaking of which, I'm still pushing hard for some ASAP West for Westworld uh, Balls Deep rewatch. So whenever you guys are ready, after we do a couple films or something. But, Steve is doing the Shaka Bra. Shan just thought you guys should. Oh, I thought this was the hang loose. (laughs) (laughs) It used to be. Now it's shocker. Now I'm doing the shocker. Yeah, way different. (laughs) Way different. All right. So I guess, and we're off to see Black Panther. And we'll let you know how we think about that. uh, What we think about that rather in like three hours. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Email us, much like Melanie and all those others do, because we love to read that stuff and it makes us feel good inside, unlike Black Mirror. Mm. Yeah. And that's all I got for tonight. My name is Chris. I'm Andy. And I'm Steve. And this has been Streaming Things, Binge and Nerd. Black Man.
Black Mirror. It's over. It's over. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> read the whole thing for you dear andy <laughs> we told you when you were little you could be whatever you wanted when you grew up mm. we lied you still can just not this not only was that not true it wasn't even guaranteed you would grow up many people <laughs> die at young ages LOL. <laughs> LOL. I award you no points. <laughs> and may God have mercy on your soul. 